Hello and welcome to a new episode of Coffee Corner Radio. My name is Martin Fischer and I have uh, today a guest from SAP, uh, Jens Weiler. And I think, yeah, Jens, uh, the best thing would be that you introduce yourself. Hi, uh, thank you, Martin, and thank you for being here. Um, yeah, I'm Jens Weiler from the ABBA platform SAP. I'm the lead architect of Steampunk and, yeah, Happy to get in chat with Martin today and talk a little bit about our steampunk product. Right. Yeah, we are uh, not talking about movies. <laughs> we are talking about <laughs> ABAP today. Um, yeah, may you explain what, what steampunk is and uh, maybe some people might not have heard about it yet. Yeah, I hope not, but yeah, let's let's start with <laughs> um, yeah, steampunk. So uh, I think the first idea feels like ages away, but uh, we started the project steampunk. I think in 2017. Don't don't get me on that. It's basically the idea to bring the good old ABAP lady into the cloud. And uh, therefore, we started uh, with efforts and development to have, first of all, an operating ABAP, a possibility to operate the ABAP in the cloud environment on our side. Uh, and this, from, from this time, at that time, it was still sub cloud platform, and nowadays it's sub ETP. And secondly, of course, offer Steampunk then in the cloud with a good uh, development model so so offer steampunk as a as a pass so platform as a service and so this is what steampunk first of all is known about so it is uh ABAP development in the cloud inside the sub btp yeah um, and uh, just story short <laughs> and and uh just to uh prevent confusion about the name if you go to your um, btp platform and you uh, search for the steampunk uh, service you will not find it because it it's an internal uh, project or product name from sap uh, which is quite famous i think in the community right now but on the platform itself it's named um abap runtime or runtime environment uh abap or something like that so it's yeah the, it's uh, it's sub btp abap environment right yeah so that's what we are we we talked uh, till yeah. now about um, <laughs> yeah right about the, about the history and yeah um so if i'm As I am, by the way, an old ABAP guy and uh, used to develop on-prem. Um, yeah, what's the difference if I, yeah, if I would start to develop on Steampunk? What, what things would I need to learn? Yeah, exactly. So, of course, uh, or unfortunately for some of you, it's definitely that Steampunk is, of course, uh, since it's a cloud product, it also needs to be HTTP-based, so uh, or REST-based. Every communication with this cloud platform needs to be yeah, cloud-like, which means something like, Dynpro is maybe not the best choice here, and the classical Dynpro program model being stateful and everything is just not working so perfectly in, in cloud environments. Um, and therefore, um, we have, yeah, how should I tell it right? Uh, so we 
we do not allow you to, to stay in your Dune Pro world anymore. We offer you the new stateless uh, approach here, and this is a, the, the development model of Steampunk is completely HTTP based. And we have the, as we call it, the highway, so the, the programming or coding applications with a good TCD and fast application building or business application building using the RESTful ABBA programming model. Also shortcut here, RAP. We always have good ideas for three-letter acronyms here. <laughs> Very important in the SAP space, yeah, I think. exactly. And the RESTful ABBA programming model uh, is of course not solely available, it's also available on-prem, but this is really the go-to programming model we're focusing on. And the good news here is, and I fear, of course, many have said this before, and I said this with other programming models before, also, for example, with the BOPF and AI BOPF and everything we had, but this time this is really here to stay. So um, we we invested heavily, learned from mistakes we did with the different iterations also with BOPF or BOPF. I do not know, even know how it's pronounced in English. <laughs> I, I reverence it always as BOPF. Uh, no, then it's fine. Um, but here, so, so we took the learnings from BOPF and we did a heavy invest and a very important step from my perspective to include also this programming model directly into the kernel also because as you know for for those who, of you who know bob this was not completely uh this was on top of the abap build as a framework not and not included directly into the abap and the kernel and this is exactly what we now did so we natively build that into the kernel. We have language statements which are built for RAP. We have the transactional handling directly inside the ABAP model. So therefore, this is really a big step. And, and here, you have to, of course, you have to trust in me, but I'm completely convinced that this is now the right way. And we also see that from from adoption-wise, so also SAP internal, which is from my perspective always important that we use our own dog food here. And this is what really makes me or convinces me that we have internally a high adoption of this RESTful ABAP programming model already. And <clears throat> that that's the way to go. So based, uh, rep-based, building CDS, using CDS here for data modeling, implementing your business logic with behavior definitions and consuming those BO with the EML language um, inside the ABAP. This is a really good step forward. And then, of course, exposing these business objects using OData with a focus here, of course, on OData v4, still supporting, of course, OData v2. And also the other possibilities now to expose these models also as ENA services, for example, or as ODBC services and upcoming other services makes it really, uh, lets, lets this really shine and gives you good possibilities. And of course, if you use OData, then the end-to-end -end experience, if you compare it to DIMPRO, it's the modern equivalent is, of course, that you also want to have a UI then using Fury elements gives you a, a hopefully very fast possibilities to build business applications. Okay. Um, 
the let me go one step back because you, you already mentioned that um that that we have no possibility to uh to work in the dunpro uh, or in the subgui in the good old subgui um i mean um just to make that very clear there is no way to connect your your subgui to a cloud instance uh, to to the rap uh, runtime exactly. or to the to the steampunk runtime yeah. uh, and uh, you have to develop in uh, abap development tools in eclipse by the way so se80 as you don't have an sap gui anymore um is not working there um that's very important um just one one two remarks uh to to the pop uh story you you told i think i was yeah one of the first uh pop programmers outside sap i i would say because i had the try to be in uh, <laughs> the very first customer uh, project uh using it and um i think one big advantage of um bringing that stuff or the the kind of the framework into the language is uh that you have as you said language statements and you are not um dealing with interfaces of classes which you which you have to yeah. understand and know uh and i assume it makes also a difference in the runtime in the end yeah of course kernel c code is uh, slightly only slightly faster than our coding um <laughs> Um, but yeah, yes, of course. So it's of course uh, definitely a little faster, and of course the biggest advantage from for the for the development guys, uh, it's definitely that you're completely working on typed on a on a completely typed world. So you do not have that both generic interfaces types handling anymore. So you can work on completely typed data elements with the whole BOs, which is. Uh, much easier to develop and also to maintain the code after uh, especially in maintenance that was sometimes yeah. a bit pain <laughs> yeah i should say that now um uh, with debugging and just uh yeah. copying and pasting uh G U ids back and forth uh, <laughs> was the biggest fun part uh yeah, so By the way, it's also QIDs is still a good idea for new BOs or something like that, but you're not forced to use GUIDs ah. uh, in, in, in the restful hour. So you can also have semantic keys. So it's <laughs> okay. But nevertheless, I have to say I really enjoyed working with Bob uh, because it was the first uh, kind of common ABAP framework. And I think uh, there's a uh, uh yeah there are big advantages in just using uh, a common framework uh to unify you know, the development within teams and applications um yeah now we talked already a bit of uh, about the differences um if i'm now uh, still used to my let's call that freestyle on prem abap development um I fear there are some changes I need to be aware of if I want to use Steampunk. Um, yes, change, changes. So, yeah, of course, uh, uh, there, there's much you have. To, there's still, if, if you completely... Okay, let me restart. <laughs> um, question is, what do you have to learn? Or what, what do you mean more or less? What's the difference to, to on the premise? Yeah, well, we, uh, we talked about uh, already about uh, or differences uh, uh, about the learnings. Uh, you, you should get familiar with the RUP uh, programming model. Um, mm -hmm. But 
I mean, uh, towards the actual ABAP language. I mean, um, okay. as an yeah. on-prem developer, I'm just used to uh, do whatever I want uh, yeah. on the kind of uh, extent uh, where where I find uh, a place to. And um, I'm I'm not saying that okay. that that is the best, yeah. uh, the clean approach, but that's <laughs> what happens out in the wild. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Clear. Um, of course. Yes. Yeah. So. Uh, as I mentioned in the beginning, of course, we needed to find a way how we can operate this steampunk on ourselves since we're offering it as a pass and SaaS. Uh, and, and if you have products on it, you have to offer it as a SaaS solution. And therefore, to operate it and give you the possibilities that we upgrade our technology stack without interrupting your application, which is, of course, a mandatory feature of, of such a cloud platform or other runtime. Um, therefore, we, we had to think about ways how we can ensure that your coding will stay untouched or doesn't have syntax error after an upgrade of the technology stack underneath it. And it was quite a challenge, but uh, therefore, we also had to do something which might not be very welcome from the ABAP community. We had to offer you a, a, a so-called public interface or, or uh, um, released APIs or released objects, as, as it's called outside, which means you cannot access just anything we deliver, uh, especially, for example, tables. So uh, select on uh, the EOT00 uh, won't won't work anymore, for example, or a select on a data element which we did not release will not work. It will give you an error that it's not uh, permitted to use that it's not permitted to use this object. Um, therefore, we released, which from our perspective, which makes sense, objects. Um, Maybe an advantage is that there are now not any more five or 10,000 different pool data types, but only one or two. <laughs> and, um, and a, a real one with only two? No, I'm oh, sorry. I shouldn't have brought up that topic. Uh, do I have you know a, a veto card or can I call it telephone? No. Um, uh, maybe don't talk about a native Boolean in ABAP. Use that to another one. Um, maybe next time uh, when we meet at a bar again. Hopefully. Yeah, exactly. So that's a topic for for uh, yeah for 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 the bar. Um, but yeah, so what we had to do or what we did is we we now offer you a public interface with released objects. There are APIs for internal APIs, you can compare it like a SDK from the Java world, maybe. Um, so that are the objects we allow you to use. And the advantage for you is that we guarantee you that these objects and, and APIs will stay stable during the upgrade and, and for, for the time being. Um, since uh, with that, we can guarantee you that your application which is running on top of these op released objects will just simply run if we do an upgrade of our technology stack. And yeah, this we have proved this now since we're we're GA since 2018 somewhere end of 2018, and and we have proved that with now enough live solutions also on productive systems that we are able to do that, and and, and this gives us a very good position here that you can code 
let's call it, uh, called ABAP Cloud, like ABAP Cloud Develop, or you can do ABAP Cloud Development without interruption and upgrade stable. And you do not have to do your upgrades yourself, of course, in a past product. And you do not have to do upgrade projects beforehand to test your code for the new release and after the new release. Okay. Which is a good investment, saving much money for you. <laughs> okay. Um, we till now talked about Steampunk on BTP. And um, yeah, as for my understanding, I would call it kind of the naked ABAP uh, application server uh, in the cloud, uh, meaning with no application on it, right? Exactly. So um, I, I, I do not like maybe do not like it from, from technology-wise, this comparison, but you can compare it. So in the on-prem product earlier days, you had the R3 or S4 and the NetWeaver stack. And here now you have with the NetWeaver stack as a technology stack, now you have the ABAP cloud stack as, as steampunk. So you have just, just the technology stack with some additional business features like the business partner, for example, but you do not have the real Uh, business stack of the S4 world, which means, for example, the sales order, purchase order, or product, or anything like that. Okay. So, and uh, if I'm building extensions to my S4 system uh, of whichever flavor, on-prem or in the cloud or private cloud, public cloud, uh, I, I would uh, need to do that side by side uh, using probably OData services for integration to my whatever. Uh, exactly. If you want to work with Steampunk BTP, so uh, with Steampunk in the BTP, you have to use uh, uh, external APIs of the S4 product, for example, to build a side-by-side -side application for it. Yeah. Um, of course, it's completely decoupled. This gives you kind of advantages uh, that, that, for example, the resource handling is completely different or the user groups of your S4 system and the Steampunk system can be completely different. So sometimes it's not a good idea, for example, if you want an external website which does anything uh, to to let all that registered user on the S4 system makes no sense. So, so building side-by-side -side applications on Steampunk does make sense. But of course, there's also a gap if you want to do on-stack development with ABAP in the S4 on-prem world you, or in the classical on-prem world, you were always able to do create your ABAP code there uh, and, and do your extensions to your business directly in the stack of the S4 system. And with S4 Cloud, you are you, you are limited to the key user extensibility, which is quite neat. But of course, from a developer's perspective, first of all, painful, and second of all, uh, quite limited. Uh, and therefore, we, as we have proved with Steampunk BTP, that we can operate and and uh, a technology stack in the cloud and also do then the upgrades and keep applications on top of it stable. Uh, it was kind of a no-brainer, I would call it, to also introduce the Steampunk cloud technology stack to the S4 HANA cloud edition. And uh, luckily, we are now GA with it since uh, 2208 release. And now you can really do development in an S4 ABAP development in an S4 HANA cloud system 
And uh, there's also, again, an official name for it, which I always tend to forget how it's named. So I need to check. It's sub S4HANA Cloud ABAP environment. But luckily, we have the name Steampunk, and this is what we now call the embedded Steampunk. So from, from the feedback I get, this is really a game changer for the S4HANA Cloud world, because there now you're able to do your development. Of course, under the cloud, same rules that exist in Steampunk. But then, with the public interfaces and released APIs containing not only the technology APIs and objects, but now also that from the S4 LOVs, meaning you have now access to sales order, purchase order, and everything. You can implement your bodies, of course, there, and you can create your own BOs or even your even and of course your own custom Fiori UIs and deploy that to the launchpad of the S4HANA system. So okay. basically, you're now back in the development world in your S4HANA cloud. Okay, this means um, I assume uh, also I will um, experience that in, in performance wise because I don't have to call other systems probably. Mm -hmm, exactly. Co compared to the side-by-side um, -side extension, and it uh, re reduces complexity in my yeah, whole landscape, I think, because I don't need a cloud runtime uh, on PTP. Yep, exactly. So, so you're directly on stack. You do not need any additional runtime for that. Of course, you need a development license, just a disclaimer. Um, um, but basically hardware side and landscape side, you're completely in your side, your S4HANA cloud landscape. And if I'm talking about landscape beforehand, for those of you who knows it, you had, you, if you bought or if your company bought a S4HANA cloud system or landscape, you got a queue system and a prod system. So so-called two, two SL landscape, two system landscape. And with the introduction of embedded Steampunk, you now will get a three-system landscape with S4HANA Cloud, so the classical dev QP setup, so development quality and production setup, where you can do your developments, of course, in the dev system and then transport them to QNP. With ABAPKit? Ah, no, uh, um, GCTS. Um, not yet here. Uh, GCTS is introduced in uh, as a major product in Steampunk, but in S4HANA Cloud, it's still the using ATO and the CTS, but we are heavily working on aligning those two and bringing all to a Git approach. Uh, that's ah. that's a one big priority for us. And also, of course, uh, as ABAP Git is supported in Steampunk, It's also supported to bring your object using ABAP Git to the dev system in your S4HANA cloud system. Ah, okay. In the dev system. <clears throat> that, that's clear. Also, there it comes, every S4HANA cloud development system comes with an internal version of the ABAP Git, which allows you to import objects using ABAP Git or export objects. Ah, you ship it already? Yeah. Ah, cool. Yeah, because we would have the challenge here that The ABAP Git is yet not in the shape that it follows the ABAP Cloud development rules with the syntax restrictions and the public objects which are available. 
and therefore and it's also based on <laughs> reports and everything which are unfortunately not there anymore and of course uh, if if Lars will hear it it says yeah I can change that no problem don't get me on the report thing um, but uh, yeah it's already pre-installed with a fork version we have from that where we also of course introduced the major limitation that you can only import objects which are allowed to be imported so you won't be able for example to import a report uh, or anything which contains sub GUI uh, or any sub GUI object here. This is completely restricted, and everything you import will be also automatically mapped, even if it's not set in the Git repository, to that ABAP cloud development language version, we call it. So it must follow the rules, of course, of ABAP cloud, else yeah. you would be able to harm the system and we cannot operate it afterwards. Okay, uh, and just to, to maybe not using too much uh, acronyms uh, without explaining them, uh, GCTS, for those who didn't hear about it, it's uh, the Git-enabled uh, change and transport system, uh, which is the kind of SAP product for uh, using Git on the, or yeah, Git software delivery kind of on ABAP systems. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> Tend to, to to think that everybody needs to know all the things because you use them on a daily basis. Good to explain. Yeah, um, I guess with CTS, at least what I've heard from uh, my DSAG working group, DevOps, uh, the adoption is not that high yet <laughs> outside SAP. Well, um, maybe uh, that that will change in, in the future. So I um, don't, don't want to step into that Git wars at the moment. <laughs> me neither. Me neither. And that's not the topic for today. Um, uh, just to, to um, yeah, another question I, I have in mind. So as um, an SAP partner, a build partner who is developing add-ons, for example, it will also be possible um, to kind of deploy add-ons on the S4 system, embedded Steampunk, if um, the coding complies to the right language version. Um, that's that right? definitely, yeah, so that's definitely the plan. Um, it is not possible at the moment with the first release we have. So that definitely was our focus to, first of all, get it running for customers, openly speaking. Um, that was that was a tough job, of course. Um, but of course, we do not forget our partners. It's, it's completely important for myself and also from us from SAP that we get also the partner the possibilities. Uh, you are our multiplicator here. You are the implementation partners. You want to reuse your code. You want to build add-ons. And therefore, we have now also a working group and a task force exactly working on that topic to get you the possibilities to deploy uh, code or, or compile code to however you would call it. So your, your solution on the S4HANA's cloud systems of the customer. Of course, you have to follow the rules, as you mentioned, the cloud development rules um, and the public interfaces. But also, there are some things we have to consider who is responsible to get the software inside the system. Because from the S4HANA cloud system, the owner is always the customer. So 
he must be somehow involved here or in 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 charge of um, being it allowing it doing it so yeah we we're considering different options and and building a solution which will work for for you and for the customers who want to deploy partner applications then um well, that's that's always a big paradigm that it's really operational and and following of course the whole laws okay. um let me give one one addition here Exactly on the other side, somebody could now bring up the question, uh, if I now have embedded Steampunk, for what do I need Steampunk BTP at all? And and here, uh, one very good sweet spot is definitely building a pure SaaS solution as a partner. So this means, uh, for example, if you want your own solution and offer this as software as a service to other companies in uh, customers as a subscription this is a way to go this is steampunk btp there we, we really have the sweet spot that you can the partner owns then the system or systems and and the customers can just subscribe to that solutions and you have possibilities to build, maintain, operate, and and and, and, and offer these solutions, uh, which we offer. Of course, we want to bring all that advantage as far as possible to the steampunk, embedded Steampunk with S4HANA cloud. But of course, there are limitations as first, as I said, for example, that always the customer will own the system. So subscriptions is tough here. And also the multi-tenant approach is a different one. Um, in Steampunk BTP, we have the search for the smallest and thinnest multi-tenant solution for partners, which is available, which is definitely the client field in the other world. So uh, the clients, um, therefore, each each new customer just gets a new client, which is a very, very thin thing from and very cost efficient. So you can host, host hundreds of customers on one system easily. Uh, and S4HANA Cloud, of course, has another target with, with multi-tenancy than, than Steampunk. Okay. Uh, just one, one last question about that uh, add-on uh, stuff. But it will even be possible to deploy that add-ons on uh, S4HANA Cloud, uh, public cloud system, meaning multi-tenancy. There will be an easy way to deploy your code to the S4HANA Cloud, whether it be the add-on technique or not, Like you know from the past, I cannot guarantee it. Yeah, it's not about the yeah. technique. It's yeah. just about yeah, the fact it, that you I have can... your code which you have developed, which you yeah. can package, and that you can deploy to the or the customer can fetch this code, or you hand it over to the customer, and then somebody with enough rights could be again you if the customer gives you the rights can then deploy this thing to to the S4 HANA cloud systems. Okay, very cool. And of course, they will also be then completely upgrade stable. That's also the advantage here. Okay, uh, very cool. So now uh, let's think about customers who might not be yet in uh, an S4HANA cloud version. Uh, I've heard there are different ones out there who use some <laughs> RAM systems. <laughs> some. Uh, only, uh, only a majority. <laughs> yeah, so definitely, of course, uh, now we have taken, first of all, we had Steampunk with Steampunk BTP. Yep. Uh, bringing the technology of ABAP and the technology stack to the cloud. Then, of course, second step now, 
coming to uh, bringing that to the S4HANA cloud. Um, completely no-brainer, uh, as said. And of course, another no-brainer or a good idea is, of course, to offer this programming a development model, um, of course, for the on-prem customers and the private cloud customers. Uh, for those who are not very familiar with all the versions around, there's the S4HANA Cloud Public Edition, which is a complete cloud, public cloud product, which now, of course, offers you also to code ABAP, and ABAP cloud development here is mandatory. The private cloud edition of S4HANA, there you still have access to sub GUI and, and do anything like you can imagine and what you would you have done on the on-premise world. And of course, here's the on-premise edition. But of course, now bringing this upgrade stable cloud develop, cloud development to a private cloud and an on-premise product is, is also a, a very good idea for the customer because they can already prepare, first of all, a move to cloud. And on the other side can, of course, profit from the upgrade stability of this written code with our cloud development. Because you can imagine, or that's the feedback at least I get, is that uh, the, the, the upgrade projects are very costly. Many customers have issues coming in a quick cycle, an innovation cycle to new product, to new sub-releases, technology releases, as for HANA cloud releases, because of those dependency to objects which are a matter of change. And with that, I think it's a good idea now to introduce also this as a recommendation model for custom development to follow these other cloud development rules. The question now is how? <laughs> yeah, good question. Would have been my next question. <laughs> I, I, now I, I, I completely move you out of your own podcast. Yeah, I, I, I don't need, you don't need me anymore. Create my own questions. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> It's just because we did that an extensive preparation. Yeah. <laughs> ah, gosh, yeah, all scripted, of course. Um, <laughs> <laughs> of course, as, no, all, um, as usual. <laughs> okay. Which question did I ask myself? No, um, exactly. So, so how how to realize that? Of course, uh, the good news is uh, that it's just around the corner. It's not yet available, but if everything goes right. Lab review, matter of change, but with the upcoming release of uh, the 2022 on-premise and private cloud release, which should be somewhere mid-end of October now, um, we also offer you the embedded steampunk model in the S4HANA cloud on-premise and private cloud edition. As a recommendation here, of course, we cannot, we cannot and will not force you to do that. You're still free if you like to do that, but it's definitely recommended to follow that way. Um, and and I'm, I mean, uh, what better uh, way to learn about the new stuff uh, which you need one day anyway? Yes, of course. And what's also being prepared is a hopefully very good guide. I, I, I read, um, we worked heavily on that, which we will make available probably around tech at time now, how we think this could should be applied by you. Because as you imagine, there could be tons of hurdles and how, how to transfer the code. And, and of course, since the 
released objects, the public interface is uh, at the moment built for S4HANA Cloud. There are LOBs which are not yet available or will not be available in the S4HANA Cloud Edition, but are available in the S4HANA On-Premise and Private Cloud Edition. There, you won't get a public interface for it, but we, we give you hints and, and, and uh, recommendations how to create your own API layer to build a, a, a clean package of that stable thing, which can be later moved to the official SSP SA APIs if they are provided, or of course you have to stick on your own API layer, which you can build. Uh, just as a heads up for, for the document to come. Yep. This will exactly cover that. Okay. So your recommendation to so for of course it's only for early adapters if you are about to to uh, use the latest <laughs> S4 version on-prem, which uh, still needs to be released first. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but uh, there, it's a good thing uh, to to really dig into that new embedded steampunk thing and get aware, learn all that stuff. Um, I would say for every ABAP developer out there, <laughs> it's a good good idea now to uh, to take this advantage uh, and, and, and learn the ABAP cloud development way. Um, we, this is really a huge step. And from my perspective, I'm really convinced we are really moving the ABAP now to, or we have moved the ABAP to the current century and we're here to stay. Um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm... I also doubt that SAP will rewrite um, the whole ERP in a different uh, uh, language. <laughs> yes, but also here you can see the adoption of uh, uh, REP because uh, I see Marcel Hermans, who is the area product owner of the RESTful ABAP program model, has next week a session for in the Dev Oktoberfest uh, um, about the RESTful ABAP programming model things. And there he checked the S4HANA site. And I think we have now over 500 RAP BOs inside the S4 world or in that ecosystem. Don't, don't get me exactly on that, but I think I have discussed with him. So there is quite an adoption for that new world. And also all new released APIs are definitely Wrapped, wrapped with wrap objects. Yeah, I love German. So, <laughs> so the, the, the APIs which are available to access these business objects are all wrap based, which gives you the enablement to also use native EML to create, update, delete, uh, business objects inside this new world. So, okay. Coming from the starting question. I encourage all of you or invite all of you to start learning with us that new ABAP cloud development. It's, it's a huge step forward and it's really also beneficial also for you on development side and for owning and operating the solutions. So uh, talking about that released objects again, um, where do, do I find them or how do I know which objects so, are released? Of course, first of all, uh, API Hub, uh, the API Hub from SAP API.sub.com. I do not know. I, I've, I've saved it as a bookmark. <laughs> uh, 
let me check what's the correct API. Yeah, we will put it in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it's api.sub.com. Yep. Uh, right, I got it correct. <laughs> Lucky me. Um, here, they are all the official APIs, especially for the for our developer extensibility on the S4HANA cloud are listed. Uh, so if you search there, for example, for the sales order, you will find uh, how to create, how to delete, how to update sales order, sales order item, etc. There are also quite good examples how to do that already included. You will also find all the released bodies to, to build your business functionality directly in the LW of that process. And of course, inside the ADT itself, you have uh, so above development tools. Just for <laughs> um, you have a tree uh, where you see all that sorted uh, by default by objects. Uh, but of course, you can do your own sorting here and customize the tree for your needs, where you find all the release classes and interfaces, domains, uh, data elements, etc., CDS views, etc. Okay, very cool. And so, uh, oh, sorry. sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, and of course, uh, for for those of you on the on-premise and private cloud edition, as I said in the guide, we will describe the way how how we think you can transform to that nice cloud world. Uh, but as also as a preview here, so you will be able to change the so-called language version. So the the, the by, uh, of the object from classic ABAP to cloud development ABAP. So for those of you who made the Unicode conversion, it's something like that, changing a flag kind of a thing from not Unicode to Unicode. This is now from classical ABAP to uh, ABAP cloud development in the future. And you can do that for your custom objects by object. And then check, for example, these objects what is compliant, what is not compliant, and what you have to change. Um, and therefore, then start slowly creating your island of uh, cloud-ready ABAP code. For example, if you can create a package in that new language version and create new code or move code there, and then you can have your, 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 your cloud-ready island of ABAP developed objects, which are upgrade-stable and also later ready to move to the cloud one-to-one. -one. So a code written and following the ABAP cloud development rules will definitely be transferable one-to-one -to, -one to the S4HANA cloud edition. Mm -hmm. And if you do not use S4, so if you're not dependent to S4HANA objects, only to the technology stack, it's of course also exchangeable between the, the Steampunk BTP and all the other editions. Okay. Um, that maybe as a background information, we have one infinity code line which feeds all these products. So the ABAP platform, we are developing not n code lines. We have one code line for all these products, which then also makes it much more easier to have uh, working code in all of those editions. Very cool. So, um, 
to get started with that, um, I, by the way, just checked. Um, there are two courses on OpenSAP.com, uh, which uh, talk about ABAP in the cloud and the ABAP RESTful application programming model, uh, also known as RAP. Uh, I think um, it's still uh, useful and they are kind of still up-to-date language-wise uh, um, and you you can do them on uh, on your own pace uh, to get familiar with all of that we we just discussed, right? Yes, definitely. <clears throat> and um, if you yeah, don't please. and if you don't have the S four system in the latest version, which is not even uh, general available um, already uh, at your employer, uh, you could use the free tier offering for uh, Steampunk on BTP um, to get started. Exactly. There. You can get your hands dirty, first of all, and, and try things out and have fun with it. I always hope for DevOps developers, which I still sometimes count me in, even <laughs> if I'm not developing so much anymore, not delivering any more code, let's call it like that. Um, it's it should be at least some fun to create applications. Uh, yes. Just it's not only work; it be kind of a little bit passion should be in it. <laughs> at yeah. least more is always welcome. Also, a good hint to get started and 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 try things out is also developers.sub.com, where we have provided in our many tutorials and and uh, stories to program about cloud development yeah and if you are lucky enough and downloaded it uh, uh, early enough you might have still uh, a docker image of the about developer edition uh, on-prem which can also use for that one i think yeah, yeah. exactly uh, also would call my telephone choker if you want to have more questions on the developer edition. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to elaborate on that one. Yeah. Uh, it would be very cool uh, if it would, would come back, but well. <laughs> I totally understand it and, and uh, I'll try my very best to also uh, have something in the future, but I cannot give you any guarantees here, but we're work, we're working on it i it should we should have something hopefully because it also will help to adopt these new paradigms for the masses uh, that's my hope so we should do everything we can to, to enable you to uh learn that stuff yeah and i i, I think um so just full disclaimer i never worked for sap but i'm uh, my my roots are in in ABAP development, and uh, as you just said, I still count me as a developer, even that I uh, do more Outlook and PowerPoint nowadays. Uh, and I, uh, as the ABAP community is still very close to my heart, I think uh, well, the whole community should uh, team up um, to uh, to get the whole community moved uh, to to the latest and greatest technologies out there. Um, the next. Uh, chance uh, to get more details. I think after TechIt, um, TechIt of course is also coming up uh, with yeah. I, uh, I assume even a bit more ABAP content than with uh, the last TechIt. I think um, at, le at least would be my assumption because there was a yeah, last TechIt already had also so, so the, if you're just looking for technology learning perspective, everything you can get from the last two, three, four 
three, four tickets or on Steampunk content is also a good thing to take a look at if you have access to that. So there we, of course, have had many sessions introducing it and, and doing things with it. Um, and of course, the upcoming ticket will feature information about especially embedded steampunk and uh, how to apply that. There will be definitely one very good, uh, I do not know if the hands-on set, don't get me on that, but Georg Wilhelm, a very good, nice, uh, very good colleague of mine, uh, will have a session or hands-on, as I said, uh, about combining developer extensibility and user extensibility, which is, I think, a very common approach, which we will see in the future in the S4HANA cloud environment. And that's a very good session here also. Mm -hmm. And then in early December, uh, don't get me on the day, but I would will uh, put the link to the, the ABAP conf, the ABAP conference, which is a virtual conference conference uh, organized by the community, not SAP, as far as I know, or. It's community. Yeah. December seventh. December seventh. <laughs> Thanks for googling it. Um, yeah, there. I don't know about the content yet. Uh, call for speakers is open. I think till next week, fourteenth of October, if I've got it right. So if you want to do a presentation, uh, go there. Uh, it's a virtual event, a full day uh, of community. Uh, knowledge sharing uh, around the great ABAP language, um, I think, um, worth to to take a look on, and maybe there's even a discussion on embedded uh, steampunk or uh, talk. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, worth uh, to to have a look to that community and also maybe to connect with some peers, <clears throat> kind of, at least virtual. Yeah. Uh, it's a very, very uh, so I like I totally like the idea of the ABAPConf and that definitely it's community it's, it's it's hosted by the community and not by us which gives you a much better option to have really community oriented stuff presented here I I tend to do, talk too much about stuff I I just realized uh, <laughs> <laughs> which well, should not be something negative don't get me wrong on that so. <laughs> yeah but but uh, just to be honest as I'm also working for a software vendor uh, it, there might be a bit less marketing slides and more hands on <laughs> exactly exactly that's what I meant with community oriented so it's definitely the reality <laughs> Yeah, <clears throat> right, right. And um, yeah, marketing is also necessary and educate somehow also <laughs> in a way. Well, uh, Jens, <laughs> in a way. <clears throat> <laughs> Jens, uh, thank you very much. Uh, did we something forget something to add from your side? Yeah, I, I realized in the beginning I forgot something which is also kind of a thing which I really like to underline or emphasize. Uh, With with the steampunk or the ABAP cloud development programming model or development model, we talked about RESTful ABAP programming model yeah. as as a go-to technologies using uh, RAP and uh, on the ABAP side exposing it as O data, consuming it for example Fury elements or native Fury as you like. Um, but what's also very important for me is that we don't do a complete login only to wrap and OData. So 
Uh, what I really want to let you know is that definitely also have the possibility to write your own services or even UI technology or whatever inside the ABAP. So that's still possible with the also ABAP cloud development. So you have the possibility to create an own HTTP service and completely work there on, on the REST protocol or, for example, directly on the let's say, uh, response and request parameters from that HTTP service. So that's still possible also in the other cloud, or that's definitely possible, it's not still, that's definitely possible. And that's also a thing which I really like and where I put very very light effort in because the answer cannot, the, oops, uh, the answer cannot only be just everything can be done with Red. Of course, with Red, you can do it easily with a low TCD, hopefully, and have quick applications. But there are cases where you just cannot do it with Red, for example, or with Fiori or with OData. So therefore, we still give or we have the possibility for you to just develop your own HTTP service and, and do whatever you like. It's still that, a past platform for developers. That's good to know. Um. I think, and the yeah. addition. Thank you for that. Okay. Um, well, uh, I guess we can make it a wrap. Um, yeah. Thank you for the, for the very uh, detailed discussion. I think it uh, helps a lot to understand a bit more what's behind embedded steampunk and what the what are the different flavors of steampunk and ABAP out there nowadays. Uh, the world got a bit more complicated uh, since uh, R3, I have to admit. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, but also the advantage here is uh, you still it's still ABAP. Um, so, and it's still not that you need to get all that stuff from anywhere. You need ends components of open source com things or compilers or anything. So it's still server-based. You have still your ABAP things. You just need to say, unfortunately, buy to Dympro and embrace uh, stateless uh, technology. That's important stuff. And of course, from development perspective, the ABAP development tools in Eclipse. Yeah, and they are not that new anymore. I think they had already <laughs> ten uh, years, tenth birthday. Yeah, the, yeah, this uh, year. Maybe uh, even in the ABAP space, old enough to finally get your hands on it. <laughs> exactly, and, but also here the good thing with steampunk is that this is uh, with beforehand we always had the excuse also for ourselves that you still can use subgui uh, as a fallback if something is not yet implemented. For Steampunk, it had to work. Everything which is for ABAP cloud development has to be available in ABAP development tools. And therefore, this is also was also a good exercise for ourselves. Yeah, can imagine. Uh, there yeah. used to be many emulated Dunpros in the beginning of ADT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but okay. That also was a good approach, but now, now we have the ABAP cloud world. Yeah, yeah. thank okay. you. Thanks, Jens. Um, yeah, it was a pleasure being here and yeah to all thank you for listening and have a nice day afternoon night wherever whenever you hear that yeah uh, also from my side uh, stay tuned we try to come a bit more regular again and we managed that uh, in the last month very good um, compared to the beginning of the year and uh, I really appreciate that you <coughs> stay with us Thank you and goodbye.